This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You can not talk to me. Hi, Swallowers. Welcome back to Hearts to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lubel J. On Instagram and Twitter as A.I. Emery. And of course, I'm joined here with some motherfucking Negroes I know. Joining me now is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. Hey, dolls. <laughs> We're back hey. in a new way. You over there in your bed and your robe? <laughs> No, I just have a little, <clears throat> like a little you know, one of those things they sell on Amazon that's like a big old fucking scarf. I live for it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey guys, it's been a while. I know, right? Well, thanks for joining us video recording. And of also course. joining me is Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn's Wags. Happy New Year! Can you really say that in February? Yeah, February um, whatever it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but I said it anyway. Yeah, it's fine because we ain't been here since. Um, what did what did one of the swallowers say? December eighteenth, December twenty twenty two. It is now February twenty twenty three. This makes no sense. <laughs> he is the greatest of all time. He said what he said. He yeah. said, "Bring your asses, bring your nigger bitch asses back on this show." And guess what? <laughs> I did, Viserys, and I am back. <laughs> yeah, and and listen, we you are back. you definitely got us together that day. <laughs> I said, let's do the meeting today. <laughs> listen, we were planning different things, which is why we have this video. But you're right; it was too long, and here we are. Too long, but what I always say, we're back like we never left. <laughs> And I want to do this show so bad that I even put on my house coat to get on camera for you, <laughs> as promised. Sweetie, that is not her house coat. Okay. This is literally... I don't know about that. <laughs> this is my house coat. Smell like it, look like it, and 7-Eleven didn't seen it more time than all my hookups. Okay. <laughs> it's house coat. But hey, Swallowers, um, we are happy to bring you on video starting this year. So please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, if you want to swallow these pills, if these pills are worth swallowing, then buy us a coffee. You can now tip us on Buy Me a Coffee. I included the link down here in the subscription. Yeah. All right. So I do have a few announcements to make. So let's get right to it. Little Kamar, is that that is is that you, Diego? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that you? Is that you? <laughs> new yeah. music, new year. Love to see it. New album. Can't tell me nothing. Tell us about it and when is it dropping? Well, you know, it's just a record, just the first single. And uh, I'm dropping a single, as the Garçons would say. Okay. Um, and that's going to be February 17th. Yeah. It's a Friday. Right around the corner. I'm really excited. Let me tell yes. you something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be in my, I'm going to be in my pop bag this year. So I really hope the girls are really with me in on this journey. Listen. I don't know if you're going to be with me on the journey or not. One thing, I do, one, one thing I do know, it's going to be turning it. And I really can't wait for this song. And um, to me, it feels like the start of the what's supposed to be. Like, this is what Mar thinks it was supposed to be. Like, Lyrical Mar should have been my name in the first place. You guys should have told yeah. me. But whatever. It's fine. We're relaunching. 
Yes, we will. And it's only right for it to be red right after Valentine's Day. It's just perfect. Well, my new era is red. So you're going to see a lot of that. There's a red era coming. I love it. There's a red era coming. Inspired by Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) No, inspired by the Velvet Rope, Janet Jackson. And then again with Rihanna. Yeah. um, When she went out there. You know, every, Mm -hmm. every doll who's a pop doll has a red arrow. Has a red arrow. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So me as a gay rapper, you know I gotta do mine too. Yes. And yeah. um, but I do know what the album is called. And you know, this is great for me. So thank you for, you know, showing that. Yeah, shot by Hoshi in New York City. Yes. I'm jumping up in the sky in a platform boot, bitch. It's not easy. I was modeling. Coco Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, we love to see it. You heard it from us first. Actually, that's a lie. It was on social media, but you heard it here. <laughs> I, wish, I, wish, I wish we had a clip ready, but we don't. Sorry. I know, right? Maybe we'll get a little something, something. We're going to play it for y'all next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, we want to make a... A nice little shout out to Missy Elliott, Lindsay's least favorite person on her <laughs> nomination for being in the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, Missy, congratulations. The talent cannot to that, be denied. I'm really happy about this. I mean, this is just a step in the right direction. I mean, women- It's monumental. Women in hip hop have pushed the culture forward for years. Ever since they ever yeah. since they came out, including like, you know, so I mean, actually I'm gonna say Roxanne Shante to me is one of the best that ever did it. But I also wanna say salt and pepper, like their contribution to pop music and hip hop, tremendous. <clears throat> tremendous. <laughs> and they should be in there too. But Missy should be in there as well. And so congratulations, Melissa Elliott. Well deserved. <laughs> and yes, I'm calling her by her full name because Melissa Misdemeanor Elliot. Motherfucking icon. Yeah. Motherfucking icon. Well deserved. Pioneering. And and let me tell you something. I have a song that is named the same thing as Missy's song on the next album. And let me tell you something. It's fucking turning it. <laughs> Missy, Missy is one of my all time before there was before there was you know one of my all time she's in my top 10 oh that's high yes yeah, she's in my top 10 absolutely artist of all time oh mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah Missy changed Missy changed my life because oh, yeah. she made artistry the pen well, why not she, she was just silly I mean for no reason back then and you know black people weren't silly back then like that no there were a couple of people were, that were I mean Busta was silly mm-hmm. Red Man I think was a little <laughs> silly <laughs> well you know what I mean she took risks and you know she wasn't more, doing what everyone else was doing but she was like <clears throat> there was a bit of humor over some quirkiness to her as yeah, well. Right? I would say more avant-garde. She yeah, was definitely cool. avant-garde. Yeah. yeah. Custom, All the above. Custom music videos. You know, Missy was a diva the whole time. Mm-hmm. She was a diva from the debut album. Mm-hmm. I Can't Stand the Rain. That video is iconic. And that, was, and that was her first video. So you know, this, it's just a lot of girls don't. A lot of girls don't have iconic videos. Their first video. That's mm-hmm. why. She, that's why she's a nominee for the Holly, um, the Rock, the Rock and Rock. Mm-hmm. Hey. <clears throat> well, she deserves. deserves. She deserves. Mm-hmm. And nobody questioned it. Maybe somebody did in Brooklyn, New York, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't really. We're not. Congratulations. Congratulations. Talent is undeniable. That is. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Well, 
that so light note, um, let's get to this. I think it's only right and it's our social responsibility that we acknowledge um, the death and murder of Tyree Nichols. Um, the, the former Memphis police officers were charged in the death of Tyree Nichols. Um, I think Lindsay felt it was necessary to make a statement. You want to take it away? Yeah, I just wanted to say just, you know, that um, it wasn't surprising to me that all of them were black. I just, you know, have this feeling. Well, it's just apparent that subconsciously, you know, young black men are taught from a very early age that their bodies are worth nothing, that their humanity is worth nothing. And then you add that to you know, taking a job in law enforcement and they are also they're taught to criminalize people who look just like them. And this all goes back to the, you know, the beast, white patriarchy, white supremacy. This is all it all goes. It all leads back to that. Mm -hmm. Um, just the fact that they thought they they could just do that and get away with it and thought they were justified in doing so. You know, it's just that subconscious thing that's in, it's just put into people. Just look around with all the things going on. Things happened in our past in this country. It just makes, it just makes so much sense that these officers would not think twice to bludgeon another black man mm-hmm. um, for what they may have thought in the moment was in a slight. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. It is really sad. It is slightly traumatizing too. Oh, yeah. And I think it opens up a broader conversation about um police brutality in this yeah. country. It's not just about white people. The The main monster is white supremacy. Absolutely. Even though these police officers are black, white supremacy is the umbrella that everything is sitting under. Correct. It's unfortunate and it just saddens me. <sighs> me too. What more can you say, right? It's unfortunate, but it's a much needed conversation. And I'm glad you said it. (laughs) Um, So on a lighter note, we do want to talk about um, this past Sunday, the Grammys happened. So it's only right that we talk about and recap some of the highlights. Now, of course, many people won awards. I really... Enjoy Bad Bunny's presence, by the way. I just want to put that out there. I love him. Uh, <laughs> I listen to his music. I was doing merengue in my, uh, and I'm very good, by the way. Um, I was doing merengue <laughs> in my apartment. And um, it was the perfect beginning. It got everyone's spirits up, everyone's energy up. You know, there's nothing like... There's like nothing controversial like, or too heavy. Right. There's nothing like, you know, that type of music that's always like jovial, uplifting, you know. Mm-hmm. It, merengue will do it to you every time. It's fun. Yeah. I think he was a great host. Uh, there was this one awkward moment when he was talking to Taylor Swift about the price of eggs, making a joke about her fandom. Ooh. Um, the host. Um, oh, Trevor Noah. I thought we were talking about Bad Bunny. Oh, I was, but I just pivoted about the oh. um, just Noah. the positivity in the room, period. Got um, it. So uh, w- at one moment, he asked uh, her, like, <laughs> he was like, can you get your fans to lower the price of the eggs? And she looked completely lost. I, and I thought to myself, why the fuck would you think that, tr- uh, why you think would Taylor Swift know what the cost of eggs are? Like, you think she does her own grocery shopping? <laughs> Do you think she cares about her fans? 
Of course she does. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she lays them herself. <laughs> anyway, um, Viola Davis. Yeah, big highlight. Yes. She's achieve EGOT status. She said, "Bitch, stop calling me the Black Merle Sheep. Mel oh, don't got this." Right. Y'all notice I said sheep, right? Mel Streep is beat, but let me say something. Viola Davis is over. She is. Yes, she is. Queen. And I think it's finally time to stop comparing her to her. She's in her own lane. And let me tell y'all something else. I, and let me tell you something. (laughs) I'm a high standards bitch. And let me tell you something. I love Viola's hair right here. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something which y'all got a problem with. Y'all don't know how y'all don't know how to do hair like that and make it look cute. Put that picture back up. And whoever did that didn't know either. Well, listen. It just looks like a rough blow dry. Well, listen. This hair to me is gorgeous. If somebody was to walk by me in the person with this hair, I would say Mm -hmm. it's work. Because to mm-hmm. me, you can tell that it weighs a lot. It's giving bitch. This is hair, okay? Y'all girls can't take it. Listen, it's fine. Y'all always trying Viola's hair. No, y'all, even, y'all even try her wig <laughs> on how to get away with murder. She well, she was taking her work wigs home. <laughs> <laughs> um. I saw a lot of her work her. wig was her. Shut oh, up. What you mean? I saw a lot of talk about this hair and I was like, are you kidding me? This hair was chewing it to me. I just feel like they should have at least put a little roller set in it. it, it I like a I like a rough blow dried hair because that's mm-hmm. what this was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay. just hate that it was just like no, I think it needed a curl. Maybe somebody could have hit it real quick before she went out there. Yeah, and they could have just put some hot rollers in it. The texture would have stayed. It would have been fine. I didn't want it to be curly, though. I liked it. I liked no, it not curly, but just gave, gave gave it some dimension with a curl. Not heat, not real <laughs> heat, like not with a curling iron. Let me tell you something. Black people are really critical of hair. They really... Well, you know, we have a thing with hair. We do. I thought it was fine. I liked it. Yeah. She's a natural, she's a natural girl. I know, but mm, it just (laughs) finished. (laughs) Listen, I was just happy that because when she got her um, Grammy for her spoken word album, um, it was it wasn't televised. So I was glad that when she announced that award that the room literally stood up for her. Yeah, that was important. She deserves it. She got her moment. <laughs> yeah. She is the woman king. <laughs> well, Did y'all actually go see that? No, but and I'm ashamed. Because mm-hmm. I heard that it was sickening. I heard that too. It had one I was over, yeah. I think it had yeah. the highest or almost the highest rating of the year for movies. That you really? Know. Yeah, I'm going to oh. watch it when, you know, I'm in the mood. Boy, I need to be in the mood for that type I of I need genre. to be in the mood for her. I am your father. <laughs> you know, I have to... I, Lindsay. We didn't. We just. We just saw Black Panther mm-hmm. too. I know. Yes. I know what you watch. So for you to say that, what do I watch? Some shit that don't need to be watched. <laughs> she at home. Be watching the color purple. What you talking about? <laughs> she be watching some nonsense sometimes. Not really. <laughs> Listen, congratulations, Viola. Yes, Viola. Congrats, Viola. I knew you were going to get it. Queen. And also, a big major highlight was Kim Petras winning a Grammy. Go ahead. The first trans woman, out trans woman, to win a Grammy in her category. Hit it, Lindsay. (laughs) 
What I didn't understand was, and I love that song, but I'm a nitpicker because I'm a music maker. Why didn't I hear no Kim Petrol in the background of that chorus too, girl? If you're gonna sit up there and belt like, why you ain't have Kim? Why you ain't have Kim layering that girl? No, Kim did some. I don't know. Her part was whack. It was like, no, oh I like her part, girl. It's all right. Yeah. It was. A number one song and now also a Grammy winning song. Okay. No, it's a she cute did song. What needed to be done. They turned it in. That song is cute. And it was all over Tiki Tok and all <laughs> all over those things that you young folks love. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I appreciate it. And you know what? Thank you to um um, what's his name? Oh, Sam, uh, their name's Sam Smith. Mm-hmm. But even putting her on the track, right? Yeah, that was really cool. Representation and matters. Yeah. Oh, did y'all see Violet Chachki and um, Got Me on the ro- yes. on red carpet? Yeah. <laughs> they was on the stage too. It was cute. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, work, work, work. <laughs> And also, we got to give a shout out to Honey Dijon, mm-hmm. another yes. trans woman who also won a Grammy that night for her contributions to Renaissance, Beyonce's album. Word. Yes, uh, Tell me when you want to get hot, 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 hot. <laughs> 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 Dijon Mustard. And let me tell you something. I am so proud of this moment. Um, a lot of people did not know that she won um, in the same night that Kim did because, you know, she didn't walk on the stage and she didn't get to make an announcement about it. But um, it's important to highlight that fact as well. Absolutely. She deserves acknowledgement as well. That Renaissance album, we spoke about it here on the show, is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And like Beyonce said, I was so happy that she pointed out, like, thank you to the queer community, because mm-hmm. at its core, this is a queer album. It honestly. is, and that's what she made it for. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Queen Bee. Yes. Most Grammy wins of all times. 32 motherfucking Grammys. Beyonce, Giselle, come on. Nose. I mean, just when you think the bar is high, the bitch put on her Walmart run shoes and she takes us further. I love to see it. Beyonce, thank you. I love this dress. Me too. Oh, you do like it. I love the whole look. Um, I saw a few people complaining about it, but I was like, I love it. What <laughs> they, always, they always complain about being always complaining about her. <clears throat> it's so hard being B. She just can't well, make it. She's, she's a not a fashion girl who thinks she's a fashion girl. Right. She oh. Damn. She doesn't think she's a fashion girl. <laughs> No, she thinks she's a fashion girl. I don't think she thinks that. I think she'd be trying to look cute. I think she's leaned into what she needs to lead into. Yeah. Her Texas look. She's invested in her look. Very feminine. You know. But if she thought she she was a fashion girl, you would see her hitting the streets in her fashion. At one point, she was trying that, and it was failing. Well, listen, I don't know if it was failing or not, Lindsay. It was. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you you're like, after that. It was doing a lot of Solange-esque. And then when I she, do remember that era. It was kind yeah. of like around a drunken, drunken love. No, it was, even after. Before, it was before that. It was way before. It was kind of before that. And she did, you know, the circle glasses, hats. You're not, that's not your this bohemian look, Coachella. It was like, no, please lean into small ways, big booty, big titty. Uh uh-uh. uh, sexy. You're gonna say stick to your gigs. I mean, lean into that. And I think she did. And I think with a uh, Marnie. 
Um, she's, you know, Marnie definitely has her aesthetic down pat. Mm-hmm. Even though she, me and Emery, one time we. <laughs> <laughs> All I'll say is, Beyonce being the Virgo that she is, she redesigns a lot of the shit that she gets. She got about... If I open Beyonce's closet, I probably will see the same iteration of the same dress like in 10 different ways. 800 different ways. (laughs) And what color is it going to be? Gold. Gold. Because she's a solid gold Barbie. Yep. It's her color. Pay it. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but how did you all feel about her not receiving the biggest award of the night, which was Album of the Year? I to me, think to me, she should have gotten that. This was harder than the ones before. You feel like That's it was most best. deserving this year. I think so. I agree. I think it was an excellent body of work. I think that it should not go unseen how um, how seamless each song goes into the next. Yeah. Like, um, it was quite masterful. I really do think so. Um, I thought the lyrical content was some of her best and creative that I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not going to pretend like it wasn't songs on that album when she wasn't singing the fuck down on Virgo's Groove and Plastic on the sofa, like, I mean, off the sofa, whatever, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, she was singing. All the things that make a great album, I feel like was there. <laughs> All the yeah. elements. I mean, I just, yeah. I just think in this moment, she was definitely slighted. Um, and this is somebody who's listened to Harry... Harry's house uh, because I'm a fan of Harry Styles and his music mm-hmm. and Harry's house yes I would say it's a good album album of the year hmm, next to Renaissance I don't know I don't think so it had, mm-hmm. a lot, it had a lot of good ones on it but so does Renaissance, Renaissance <clears throat> it was some good competition on that, that ballot Renaissance should have got it done mm-hmm I think I even saw, um, wasn't Coldplay there as well? Mm-hmm. Another good album. And you know, they always usually clean. They have sat many of, of the other lessons and icons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I All love the their music too, but no. Mm-mm. Honestly, it's to me, it's rare that they lose. <laughs> Coldplay is Maybe. If they are, no. You know what I didn't like though? I saw an article on. Oh my god, I forgot um, the source. However, um, they said they revealed one of the um, the judges for voting on album of the year. Mm -hmm. One of them says something like, "Um, "I'm tired of people thinking because Beyonce tries something new that I gotta vote for her or some shit." And I was just like, "Why are you even singling her out? Just cast your motherfucking vote." And you know, of course, they said he was seventy some years old and he wanted to vote for um, Ava, but um, I think he ended up voting for Harry, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. That's right. They made an album. This was their first album in what? And Abba is beat. And Abba is beat. He was honest and said that if not Harry, he would have did Abba. But if he's being (laughs) honest about Abba, I believe he said it isn't their best work. So he voted for Harry. My thing is, why did you have to single out Beyonce? Like, it's a certain, it just goes to show, and I, you know the bitch had to be white. I don't give a fuck if they I said don't care. it's called <laughs> asshole. I, I know. Used to give black women their things, honey. Yeah. The color spoke for itself, baby. <laughs> but anyway. Beyonce is on to bigger and better things after setting records and shit. Right. She is focused on her what? Renaissance yeah. World Tour. Okay. Baby. Oh, Lord. This shit 
was sold. Some of these tickets sold out. Actually, not some. The tickets that she um, dropped, they sold out the same day. <laughs> then the ones that she had reserved for that you can reserve for, it was so many people reserved that she everybody couldn't. And then I heard that some people were getting emails like, you were selected to um, buy a ticket. Everybody mm-hmm. didn't get selected. That shit is wild to me. Yeah, people are still waiting to to get their tickets. It's scary. It's shaky. <laughs> she don't play. How do y'all feel about her doing a world tour without dropping any visuals? Well, people used to do it all the time. <laughs> Once upon a time. Well, but Beyonce in particular, who's been dropping visual albums for the oh last. Oh my gosh. She's been dropping visual albums I'm okay since I want to say B Day. It's she's gonna give you. She's gonna give y'all something they could feel. She's gonna give them something they could feel. I'm okay. It's with fine. That. I just want a visual at some point. I'm just dying to see these songs set to, you know, just seeing her in the element of these songs and performing them in a way that's compelling, you know? And of course, everybody wants to learn the choreography, but I don't know, maybe she wanted to go more conceptual this time, maybe a little bit more abstract. Maybe she wasn't really, I don't know, focused visually with this album. I you honestly know? think that she She's was focused really on like motherhood. Hmm? I genuinely think she was just more focused on motherhood this time around. To yeah. be honest with you. Um, I know. I just get a, a energy from Beyonce. Like, I don't, I'm not saying she looks tired, but I feel... Exhaustion in her energy. She has two kids. Oh my god! Oh, young children. Yeah. Blue Ivy is now okay at an age where she could, you know, she could take care yeah. of herself. But there's still two little ones. It's mm. a lot. That's a lot. Um, did any of you plan to buy? tickets for this tour? Um, no. I'm not like really a concert goer. I'm not either. I hate standing on my feet. I don't like bitches around me. I will watch the shit on Netflix or whatever platform. But I'm like, the clouds, (laughs) how the fuck am I getting there? How am I getting out? If somebody starts shooting, where can I run out and exit? Like (laughs) Standing on my feet. No. This is drink falling on me. Mm-mm. I saw Beyonce for the formation tour, so I kind of feel like I saw her when I wanted to see her. I would definitely see her on this tour too, but Mother took all my money, so yeah, you you're going to see Jan. Yeah, I'm going to see, see Jan. Jan. So I'm going to have to say no, but. I know that I will see a good visual of Alien Superstar, which is really all I would really pay to see mm-hmm. at this point. There's nothing else on the album I want to see her perform live. Maybe Summer Renaissance, but other than that, <clears throat> Alien Superstar is what I would want to witness live, but I'm not paying to see one song. Mm-hmm. I would but, actually but I would like to myself, see. I want to make myself clear. I love the whole album. Yeah. I think I would like to see, since you mentioned it, I would like to see Cuff It and Move. I would like to see Oh, yeah, Move. With the icon. I want to see Move. Grace Jones. Maybe, maybe Act Two is the visuals. That's, That's what right. we have all speculated, but I can't confirm, obviously. You can't, obviously. Right. But that would be dope <laughs> if she dropped the act two, and I'd be I'd be so happy. Right. Maybe there's some type of contractual stipulation that if she does, because, you know, she only has three albums left in her contract, right? Well, she, like me, is an annoying Virgo, and there's definitely a plan in place. <laughs> Maybe she has to space the <laughs> space them apart. You know. She's, you yeah. Know. <laughs> Who knows? Listen, I just want the shit. 
Me too. Give it to me. Give give me. I do want to see her perform with the icon. But let me also be very clear as well that it's not that I'm not going because um, I don't like concerts. I ain't got <laughs> okay. them <Cool>. tickets. <laughs> them tickets. They look kind of I've, I've never had like, four. When they it dropped, was not an option. When they dropped the real, like the real prices, they weren't that bad. They wasn't that bad, but mm-hmm. I ain't got and I ain't get. <laughs> Ain't got can't get. Oh well. But maybe next time. I saw bitches spending thousands of dollars to be on I think she has like um a stage. Yes. Like, um seats like literally on the stage. Mm-hmm. I said, Oh, she really trying to turn it. Yeah, huh? she's trying to turn it. <laughs> I think only like a small amount of people can be in those seats. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, bitches are like, oh, I want those. I want those. The real oh. girls, the girls that think they over. They mm-hmm. give me, bitch, give me those. <laughs> and I don't have to do a meet and greet where y'all take pictures of me and I put my leg on y'all shoulders. I'm just going to put seats on the stage. Yes. Well, listen. Chris Brown, I'm knocking at your door. Anyway, um, well, listen, you're knocking on a lot of people's door. Because sitting people on the stage, that's crazy. That's crazy. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to spend to meet my mother. And let me tell you something else. The picture's going to be over. It's going to be given mother and daughter. But Jenna not gonna be putting her her leg on your shoulder and bending down. I dream about us together again, baby. I'm still trying to think of what I'm gonna say. Baby Chris Brown is letting letting the girls throw their ass on his lap. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I have a couple different things, so I'm gonna just, you know. I don't want to draw a blank, so I'm gonna try to, you know. You gonna be like, "Hey, girl." <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not gonna be. I'm definitely not gonna freeze up. I'll say that it's gonna be. Not gonna I'm, cry. Going, I'm going to say what I'm gonna to have to say. Like, you not gonna cry. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe. You don't know if you're gonna cry until you actually meet her and cry. It's it's like an overwhelming out of body experience. You can happen, you know, I'm a crier, so <laughs> it can happen at any time. Like Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I'll be ready and I'm gonna beat as hell, you hear me? Absolutely. I'm going to be just bring some hell. tissue. Just bring some tissue. Just oh, oh yeah, I will have tissue and I will be high boot. <laughs> Rolling off a bean. <laughs> Listen, any last words of encouragement or to celebrate Beyonce on Renaissance Tour? No. Y'all just gonna have fun. Don't cut she's up. Gonna, she's gonna turn it. She is going to give y'all what you need. Yes, she is. And she gonna be singing like she was in where? In that homophobic country she was at. Oh, Lord. Bye. <laughs> listen, listen, let me tell you something. This, this is it's homophobic here. Who y'all? Damn, it is. Y'all really, y'all really think y'all came up with something that time, didn't y'all? They did. They thought they came up with something talking about Beyonce performing in that homophobic country. It's him, girl, please. Your mother's homophobic. <laughs> Your mother don't love you, nor does she speak to you. You just ate Thanksgiving at a fucking box while they was at the table. Bitch, shut up. <laughs> oh, I, I hit too many. That wasn't necessary. I hope that doesn't come up to hit. But it's true, though. <laughs> It's true. You're unloved and it's showing okay. up. In the <laughs> oh, oh. <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of unloved <sighs> and homophobia. <sighs> My boo. What's his name? Greg. Greg. 
Gregory. Gregory G. Wright. G. Suwoo. G. Suwoo. So he's on the docket because apparently, you mind you, I have the docket. <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to call it the docket. <laughs> you wore me out with that. <laughs> um, you know, Wendy well, Williams, Wendy Williams would randomly say that to. She'd be like, hmm, guess who's on the docket? On the docket. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, he, he outside in the line waiting to get in hell. Um, oh, my God. No, bitch, she got out of line. She got out of line. He's red, still going to hell. The red carpet to hell. <laughs> You think because you stopped sucking dick and you still sucking dick in your dreams that it changed a thing? First of all, anyway, what, what this is about, anyway, let's get to that. So, this gay bitch said, <laughs> Oh my God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, right, you're right. I'm sorry, but this gay bitch said that she is no longer gay. Um, he said what he said. As of, as of um, what, today, yesterday? Yeah. Okay. She's no longer gay um, because it is simple. Um I'm becoming, you know, I'm not right. Shouldn't be sleeping with men. All the above. Oh, I'm sorry. He ended it with, you know, this is just a personal statement to me. But you said it publicly anyway. Um, let me preface with this. I don't give a fuck who you're sleeping with. Go not be gay no more by your damn self. Why are you announcing this on social media? What is your agenda? You do more damage with that by announcing. If you don't want to be gay no more, just go do it. It's just like when people be like, um, I'm taking a break from social media. Bitch, just get offline. Just get off. Just log off. You're, you're not getting you're right okay. Gold, stop sucking dick. Stop taking dick in private. Why are you telling us? You would have just popped up on social media with your new woman, and we, well, some people might have had something to say, but I just would have been like, okay. I don't care who you who you're lying with, but the fact that you have to announce that's sinful, and you know. Sir, that's the part I have a problem. That's the part that doesn't not sit well with me. I have a problem with that. And I am empathetic, of course, because we know that, you know, religion and um, religiosity has been weaponized, especially with um, gay men, gay black Mm -hmm. men in particular. And, you know, that noise has been heard for a lot of gay men since they were very young. Um, Mm -hmm. This idea that, you know, who they are. um, It's a problem in this world. is, Is a bad thing. An abomination. It's something awful. It's something that deserves to be punished. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have empathy on that end. But for you to publicly come out and indirectly, indirectly perpetuate that same narrative that's been very hurtful and very damaging to the community you just left, I find it irresponsible and um, cruel and indicative of something that you have not reconciled within yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't even think you sure about what you're saying, homie. You don't even believe yourself. Who Exactly. Who are you trying to convince? Us. I have to. And it's funny. 
I had the pleasure of meeting this young man and his boyfriend at the time. Oh, that's why you got sympathy. Okay, okay, continue. Well, that's not necessarily... I'm kidding. That's not the only reason. I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) But I did meet him and his then boyfriend. This is maybe, I don't know, going on two or three years. Well, like three years ago now. And they were both lovely. And they seemed very much in love. Shane, like you said, right? Shane Justin. Yeah, yeah, okay. They were both wonderful. And... um, they seem very much um, together. Until they weren't after that yacht trip. Anyway. Um, Dubai trip. <laughs> but I think there was some yacht involved and they oh, left child. his ass. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's Shane, some gay shit. Shane Red. Yeah, it was. It's some gay shit. Well. <laughs> I want to see what his butthole look like. <laughs> his butthole is bruised, yeah, his- and that's why he quit being gay. Listen, no, it's not. We don't. I'm know. gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. What it is or not. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm gonna tell you one thing. There's only two reasons what's going on here. If he don't want to be with that Shane no more and don't know how to get out of it, or the black people from the church are right and you got a choice, it's either one or the other. So, what do you think it is? <laughs> what? Well, <sighs> he going to get up in the morning and what Andrew Caldwell said? Choose meow. <laughs> <laughs> You will never put a hot dog in my face. I love meow. (laughs) So you decide, bitch. Listen, I I will say, like, on a serious, less mean and more empathetic level, um, it's unfortunate that... Gay men, queer people feel back into a wall, um, making decisions like this so that they can feel um, human, Mm -hmm. to humanize themselves, to purify um, themselves, their existence, to feel like they belong in this world. And not just that, normalize, just to be a regular person who should not be punished here or thereafter in the afterlife, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to add, it's unfortunate that even when they feel compelled to make these statements on social media and they think that they're opting out of the gay experience, um, homophobia doesn't, you don't get to check out of it because the way that cis hetero people work in this world is, well, they still will see you as what? A gay man. A dick-sucking <laughs> gay man. Gay man. Um, and they will you change you to your past. <laughs> exactly. You, you, you hear that? You in these people's eyes, these ignorant people's eyes, you, you, you're only as good as the last dick you saw. <laughs> yeah, and you, you hear that? Even if you we take that, out of the <laughs> equation... Let's take gay out of the equation. He's still very much to me um, who ex- would, I would say, express themselves in a way as a queer person. He still has mannerisms that, to me, reflect as queer. To me, his, very feminine affectations. At, not basically. So with that in mind, simple-minded people, well, they still going to see you as what, right? Um, and just because you made this announcement publicly don't mean a good and goddamn and they don't give a fuck how many baddies you clothe and dress and hang out with and know they don't give a damn and you better you better worry about these baddies too cause my, some of them still see you as a gay man as well good luck on your um, pussy hunt 
when you're <laughs> meow. He'll still get some because some of these cunts. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Well, I told you. <laughs> I know a few. He'll jump on any dick if it's big. God. Lindsay, what well, listen. Why would you say that about black women since hetero women? Because it's true. Here's the thing. What I know to be true now, these ladies eat ass and peg now anyway. So maybe they they'll find a medium. Peg, they jump on cute 14-inch dicks. They they do a lot of stuff that they yes. clean. And if that's the only way he will feel comfortable being a bottom, then so be it. These these people do things that they claim they ain't doing, but they're lying. But I do want to say this: make your clothes and shut the fuck up, or style, do whatever you do. Exactly. <laughs> style your bitches and leave style us your- out of it. Okay. Leave us out of it. Gonna have to burn your gay ass at a stake anyway. Um, <laughs> and then there's a nom- another homosexual on our list. So this one here. Mm. Wow. Ooh. I don't know if anyone saw a few weeks ago when this gentleman here or lack thereof was on a date with someone and they were having what appeared to be like a good time, right? Yeah, he made a TikTok. Yeah, they went to several different locations. The man paid for the date. They looked like they were having a grand old time. And at the very end of the video, this gentleman here, Malik Joseph, well known for his OnlyFans and paying gentlemen for sex, said that um, the guy that he was on a date with um, was not his type. Well, he said it throughout the video, by the way. He said in the beginning of the video, he said... Well, he's not really my type, but... Yeah, he's not really my type. And then at the end, it was like a crescendo, like, oh, he's not... I'm not attracted to him at all. You're like... But I enjoyed myself. But I enjoyed myself. He should have fed you a Frank. Do we want to talk about him as a person or do we want to generalize it? And just in general, people that do these types of things. We can generalize it. Yeah, we can generalize Because I think there's a, something deeper. No, there's a pathology here that needs to be. Yeah, I, that's my It doesn't concern. just begin with him. It's not it's even about like, him. And it's it, it's actually a kind of two-parter. It's horrible, no matter which way it goes. Uh-huh. What it's, he did was terrible. But there is something bigger cool. at play. Yeah. And from what I remember, the guy wasn't ugly at all. No. I wouldn't say he was probably like a level caliber person that he may be used to. But Tell them, Emery. Because that's part of the pathology. The only fan, the only fan segment of the population. Please tell them about what that looks like and how it manifested itself in this ticky talky. Well, I also want to point out, like I feel like many people, and it's not a judgment; it's an observation. They open up this Pandora's box of, and they become insatiable. It's like you didn't fuck all these people, and now you have this standard of how everything is supposed to exist for you, while you also give up nothing. Like I'm so used to fucking these type of men. Mm-hmm. Um, this Body is what sex should always be like. Level, for me. level ten, men, you know, tens, you know, yeah. And not to say you don't deserve that, Mooney. I think we can all agree he's an attractive man, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not asking him to downgrade um, or anybody, right? I'm not asking you to downgrade your preference, but this behavior you're showing, where you go on dates and you just kind of like, it came off as like, nah, he don't deserve me, but I'm going to use him for his money real quick. Absolutely. And it's, you know what? That part of it, there has, let me tell you something. 
80% of people have gone out on that date where you maybe just wanted some company and a, you're going to a great restaurant <laughs> and you didn't want to pay. The free food date, yeah. Yes, and that's fine. But you don't go on Tiki Talk. Yeah. And chronicle. And putting the man face on, let's just right. like, I don't understand why he put his face there. Cool. You could have just put his legs walking down the street. Cool tea. Yeah. You know cool. what I mean? Oh, you could have made a post about it. Like, I went on this date, child. He was nice, but he ain't my type. But, like, to actually, there was an identity attached to the person you were talking about. Cruel. Yeah. You don't so do that to people. So he's right in that line going to hell where you know who. Yes. Oh, no, he in front of the line. Yes. He in front of the line. He actually came back to get back in front because he was already sentenced, but he got some extra charges. And then there's this thing about validation and worthiness. He made the Tiki Talk just to to let people know he was worthy of being taken out on a date. Like to let you bitches know that even though I don't fuck suck, um... And, 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 you know, pulled fire out of my ass with niggas on OnlyFans. No one still values me enough to take me out on a date. Put candles up his ass and lit matches. (laughs) Okay. And it's funny you mention that because that's what I feel like is the real thing behind this. Mm -hmm. This is about an insecurity of you revealing like people do want me beyond just sex. Yeah. You had to convince us that people actually want to date you because there's been this um, several conversations about how people that do OnlyFans and sex work entirely are not worthy of being loved, which I disagree with, to be clear. So this unworthiness that you've been feeling, what manifested is this fucking video of you making it seem like, oh, I got options and he ain't for me. That was about your insecurity. No, the fuck you don't. And wasn't nobody else asking you on no goddamn date. Oh, um, and let's go back a bit that's, further. That's Very hard to swallow. Even hard to swallow than the 13-inch dicks that Malik Joseph was swallowing on OnlyFans. But let me also add this to the fucking story because there's a history with this one here. He also was dating somebody who did OnlyFans. And I I don't know if y'all remember this light-skinned gentleman with lighter eyes. He attacked him. Or I don't even know if they were dating. They were, like, just dealing with each other, talking. And he, they got into a um, domestic dispute. Yeah. Fault. I don't even know if I can call it fighting because he beat his ass. Malik beat, beat the boy <laughs> ass like badly. So you have revealed that you're violent. You have revealed that you're cruel. You revealed your insecurity. I would say it doesn't appear that you have that many options because who would want to date you? Mm. That's how you act. on that. You don't... Mm-mm, no. You don't do that to people. You don't. Mm-mm. But let's get back to the generalization here. Because um, we have to talk about that. Like, um, people in general... Well, I guess we kind of already touched on it, right? Yeah, we already talked about it. He's horrible. He's horrible. <laughs> and anybody who want to date him after seeing that... You're horrible too, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying the behavior itself of well, um, feeling like they have to publicize that someone was not their type or they're not was, worthy of your presence. The fact that he kept reiterating that was just disgusting to me. And he and he took him on a great date. Like they had fun. There was like a paint and sip. There was like games. Dinner, like no one will ever do that for you again. <laughs> You'll be true. lucky if you get a three piece from motherfucking KFC with mashed potatoes and gravy the next time you have sex, mm-hmm. sir. Bitch, 
It was delicious mm. yesterday, by the way. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was. No, but it's true. I mean, but listen, it's true. He tried it with that. Go to hell. I think also an observation I made is um, you wanted him to be your type because he was so nice. Mm-hmm. You wish somebody that sweet. They don't. They ain't made like that. Y'all are in competition. Y'all. If he wasn't your type, so bad. Exactly. Wouldn't have shown up. Mm-hmm. No. You, you wanted to test the waters and try something new. Yeah, by experimenting on a person. Yeah, you enjoyed yourself. I know I would have if I went on a paint sip and all those other nice little things that you never get to do you on camera. a really nice date for him and he wasn't even worth it. Terrible. Yeah, like I said, not my type. He ain't worth two cents. Okay. I hope you go to prison for tax evasion for not following your OnlyFans 1099. <laughs> I'm sick of you, bitch. Okay. You're evil. Cruel. Um, but I also, again, want to reinforce, um, I do think that sex work is valid work. Um, no, listen, you know, are, that's not what this is about. Fuck her. It's not. That's, um, fuck her. That's not what this is about. Yeah. She's a rude bitch. I just made a few OnlyFans digs just to fuck with him, but I just want to be clear on my stance that it is valid work. Um, of course it's valid work. The pose is making money. <laughs> and they are... Worthy of love. Just, just like those criminals on um, Capitol Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the girls make their coins the way they want to make their coins. It's fine. Yes. And listen, we know people who do OnlyFans that are in relationships and that are dating just fine. Yeah, you know? it's fine. So, it's fine. But you... You're going to be lonely for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be lonelier than... Yeah. Y'all know who that is. Who is it? <laughs> We're not saying their name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we don't have to say no names. There's a lot of people that could fill in those blanks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that could fill in those blanks. It's, really it's really only a few people, you know. But listen, it's fine. <clears throat> He's an asshole. Listen, we say what we said about it. It's what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. That's it. We said about it. He gonna pull up on us. And do what? Oh, y'all about it. Listen, I ain't, going, I ain't going to Dallas, Texas, channel. Yeah, I mean, we just pointed out the obvious. We didn't do anything. No, we, yeah. You know? I, I had no problem with him before. Be nice to people. Be kind. Like Be kind to people. Karma is real. This is not the type of things you want to put into the universe. It comes back and really tenfold. tenfold. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I do want to remind the swallows out there, please look out for Can't Tell Me Nothing coming out on February 17th. Yes. And it's not, it doesn't go, Can't Tell Me Nothing. Like Kanye. Like Kanye Kest. And also, give us a five-star review on all the platforms that you are listening to this podcast on, or if you're watching us on YouTube. You definitely can follow us at HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if you like what the fuck you hear... 
If this pill was worth swallowing, yes. then buy us another one. Buy us a pill. pill, honey. <laughs> okay, go to buy me a coffee and buy some pills. Oh, yeah. We're worth it. Mm-hmm. I might show a titty on Cameron next time. Me too. <laughs> I'm not doing that. What you think sitting under this house coat? <laughs> Child, don't nobody on here want to see no um, cunt titties. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. I know. That's why I wasn't doing it. Listen, if you like these videos, let us know in the comments below. Be sure to subscribe to us as well. And let us know what you want us to talk about. Give us topics. Yeah. Tell us what you like the show. And we... I'll be sure to give you more content like this. All right, swallows, we out. Oh, Lord.